Hi everyone, today is January 15th, 2022, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. I still have to talk about this week, but mostly this will be a card review episode. We have the 5th anniversary campaign in Duel Links. A bunch of stuff got released. I'm going to talk about that. Of course, Reborn the Monster has entered Duel Links. We'll talk about the impact there. A bunch of... New dual skills there. Tag dual tournament. PvE event. Two new cards there. Selection box volume 5. Um, whole lot of cards there. Structure deck EX Sword of Paladin. So that's basically what I will discuss today. And yep. So just as a reminder, you can find this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Just search the Dual Assessment, Dual Links Podcast, whatever. You can also get this podcast on Roku. Alright, so my week. I feel like crap. Uh, I think I'm hungover or something. I don't know. As a healthcare worker in COVID uh, times with the Omicron, we don't know what the issue is, but dealing with all that. So I feel like crap, but we'll try to try to get through this podcast in one piece. Um, in Duel Links, I have hit Legend 2 with Dynamists. I think if I just had, you know, the gumption to put in more games, I would hit King of Games pretty easily. But just hanging out in Legend 2, we'll see how far I get this season. Um, I really have to get going on this event, this... Um, this tag duel tournament event. I think I just finished the part of Yusei. So I just did like one. One round through. Of. Um, the duels. I think. Um, oh yeah. I tried to partake in selection box volume 5. I got a copy of Apprentice. Illusion Magician. I got Magester. The Ascending Draco Slayer. Which I'm not too thrilled about. Two Coach King Giant Trainer, um, Coach Captain Bearman. So I, yeah, I didn't really get a good draw on the cards I got, but this time it's a little different. I think if you're talking about like a chase card, you might be thinking about Bottomless Trap Hole, something like that that you could use for any deck. I would like the BLS Envoy at the beginning. That would have been nice, but uh, no dice there. Yeah, nothing's like. There's no real like book of moon in this in this selection box, but I'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, just playing my other games as well. Cyberpunk, I, I kind of tapered down a little bit, just playing that casually. And of course, Pokemon Go. Um, if anyone uh, else, any of the listeners, wants to be my friend, that I play it pretty casually, pretty much when I'm traveling. It's kind of like a activity to get me through uh train commute so you can hit me up um on twitter i guess that's probably the best place to find me if you want to exchange uh friend detail information or anything like that all right so let's get to this week in esports i'm going to talk about you know regular two tournaments not regular two tournaments, but just two random tournaments plus Duel Links uh, meta. And and something to note about is that 
uh, like I said, Monster Reborn is available to everyone, so it's pretty much important to talk about tournaments that have happened since Monster Reborn has been released. Let's talk about the Next Generation World Tournament number 5, something from uh, the EU, probably. And there's a whole ton of diversity right now. You know, the decks... There's no like main deck right now, and Monster Reborn's pretty much bringing some things back to life, so see what we have here. First place, Monkey D. Willie. Clock of Destiny, Destiny Hero. So, um, Lightning Vortex has been dropped from this main deck, but it is in the sideboard, so it's pretty much what I consider a core card. We still have a discard card in Karma Cut. So Karma Cut um, does the same thing in trap form instead of a, a normal spell. Guard something, banish uh, something, so... Um, you know, obviously one of the better uh, control cards in the game. And it does the same function of discarding the Celestial into the Graveyard. This deck runs one copy of Decider. You usually see like a 2-2 two, two split on everything. This one runs one copy of Decider. Three, three Drill Darks is pretty much um, standard. So they could do the rank 4 XDs play. But uh, three copies of Celestial as well. So you could kind of maximize getting... Tossing that for Karma Cut, I guess. Second place, Chain. Destiny Draw, Abyss Actors. This is not just a regular Abyss Actor deck. There's a little bit of a Performa Pal package here. Two Sky Iris Field Spell. This card you can tutor um, an Odd Eyes card. This deck has Performa Pal, Odd Eyes Unicorn, and the Odd Eyes Arc Pendulum Dragon. I think the reason this is here instead of the... Um, Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon is because this is like a scale of 8. So. Um, yeah. This deck also runs a copy of Ether, the Evil Empowering Dragon, which was available for the Selection Box Super Mini Volume 1, which I think we can get again with the, with the Selection Boxes being available. But. Um, this card. Um, you can banish something when you normal summon it, so I guess that's why it's there. And then the other um, Abyss Actors regularly. Superstar, three copies of Mellow Madonna, three copies of Wild Hope, two Sassy Rookie, one uh, Rise of the Abyss King. They run Storm Insect, three copies of MST, Treacherous Trap Hole, and two Sphere Kribos. Up four, Komen, Master of Rights, two Revendred. So Revendred are here... And this deck really could have been seen a year and a half ago, and it would have been the same. Except there's like a, you know, there's an extra deck, of course. But three copies of Revendred Slayer, two copies of Revendred Ex Executor, one Gishki Chain, two Sonic Bird, one Revendred Revenants, two Hound Horde, three Revendred Origin, three. Revendred Evolution, two Vendred Knights, and one Treacherous Trap Pole. And they have like an extra deck, uh, different cards. Black Rose Dragon, Hieratic Sun Dragon Lord of Heliopolis, Photon Strike Bouncer, Malevolent Sin, Swordbreaker, and Photon Papal Operative. And top four, Gianluca Jin, Territory of the Sharks Water XZs. This is a spicy uh, version. Most, of, most copies of this deck is pretty boring. Like it's the same old cards. 
this one is a little more interesting. First off, they splashed in Monster Reborn, which is nice to have. Um, this this card's being is already like the most used card in Duel Links. Of course, everyone's hyped for Monster Reborn, and this is like the first top four deck I've seen with it. This deck also runs the Spice and the RMC Hunter, which is a Sea Serpent, and when it destroys something in battle. Uh, that that monster's effect gets negated forever. So, like, when it's in the graveyard, it gets negated. Um, also, it's Necro Valley, which used to be a a staple in these decks, but then it got dropped um, here. It also runs World Legacy Clash, so this deck runs a lot of cool stuff. Alright, let's move on to Duel Links Meta Weekly 210. Again, a whole, to- whole ton of diversity here. First place, Trent Wick, Light Barrier, Noble Knights. This deck's a little weird. It runs 29 cards. Uh, why not 30? Um, a lot of control. Three copies of Arfa Duter. Helps you pop those uh, set cards. Three copies of Parallel Twister, of course. Storm. So a lot of back row control. Parallel Twister's good for destroying anything, so it's a nice card to have in this deck. Deck only runs two copies of the Until Noble Arms are needed once again. Typically, you see a three of in that deck, and um, that's why it would be a 30 card deck. This one runs 29. I'm going to place Egg, Mind Scan Harpies. Uh, 20 card Harpy deck here. We've seen Mind Scan Harpies be 30, which we'll see in a second. This one's just 20 cards. Um, uh, yeah, just 20 cards. Um, no new shenanigans here. Two floodgates. That's pretty much uh, what they do now with the control aspect of the game. Um, the little traps. Up for Jet Ski, Mind Scan, Harpies. This is a full 30-card deck. The combo is pretty much uh, magical hats. And then you can lay out some hysteric signs and destroy those. Have their effect go off. Um, a lot of control traps here as well. Yep, 30-card Harpies. And top four, Tomy, Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. This is pretty much a generic, uh, boring version of the deck, as I say. Uh, nothing amazing there. We put it all together. Um, power rankings. There's no tier one deck currently. Um, according to these power rankings. Water Xyz is in first place, 13.6%. Abyss Actors up to 10.6. Magnet Warriors have shot off from basically the Invisible Tier 4 to Tier 2, 9.9. So I think with Magnet Warriors, it was probably the Monster Reborn that helped the most. Um, You know, when the Berserkion gets put back, um, it's pretty strong. You could also Monster Reborn uh, those Magnets, so you could do like a Gorgonic Guardian play. I bet that helped a lot. Harpies down to 9.8. We're just talking about Mindscan Harpies now. They have some kind of deck identity crisis as well. Tier 3, Melodious have dropped off. They've they've held on to that Tier 2 spot for a very long time. Down to 6.2, joining the lowly ranks of the Tier 3. Guy at 5.7, TG's at 4.5, Destiny Heroes at 4.1. No new additions to the tier list besides the Magnet Warriors, though... Um, Burning Abyss is a deck you see a lot now, and uh, I'm not sure what else uh, Monster Reborn will bring uh, into the tier list. Speaking of Monster Reborn, um, 
We're in the 5th anniversary campaign. So 5th anniversary of the game. And they're giving out a lot of stuff. So Monster Reborn is kind of like a special card. Um, it's limited 1, sure. Um, I'm not even sure if it's limited 1. It's kind of like its own thing. Like, I think they called it something else. Well, they put a 1 on it, so I guess maybe... Maybe it is limited one. Anyways, it's being used in a ton of decks. Gaia decks, Magnet Warriors, Burning Abyss, Dark Magician, TG. Pretty much anything that could fit it is using Monster Reborn. Yeah, so... Yeah. See what you could do with it, splash it. I'm sure you definitely wanted to use it for cards that can pop off effects and things like that. We are so we're also getting a thousand gems, different skill tickets, um, dream tickets too. Dream tickets, of course, a UR and SR, um, various UR and SR tickets as well. Fifty percent gem sale box up until Valhalla Calling. So pretty much the old boxes are discounted. Packs of 25, um, 25 gems a pack instead of 50. Yeah. So, also, there's two new skills that are activatable with this um, fifth anniversary campaign. That's Destiny Draw Monster Reborn. So, this is a they gave to the main characters of the game which is Jaden, Yuma, Astral, Yuya Sasaki, Yami Yugi, and Yusei Fudo. And be used before your normal draw if your life points are at 2500 or below, your normal draw will be Monster Reborn from your deck. If your opponent controls a monster of 3000 attack or more, you can use this regardless of your life points. The skill can be used once per duel. So, just a comeback card. You have to lose 1,500 life points. Uh, if your opponent has like a blue eyes on the field, you can just use it right away. And this is a late game thing, so you're basically your best monster have to, has to have had died in some way, and you just try to monster reborn it. It's an okay skill. Um, you can definitely splash it into some deck that doesn't have a great skill and use it. This might be okay in Harpies, now that I think about it. People are using Mind Scan. You know, um, I don't know. You could you could easily slot this into Harpies. There's also in Lifetime Missions a new skill for Yami Yugi, Yugi Moto, Yugi Moto DSOD, and that's Master of Fusion Paladin. Return one Dark Magician or Spell or Trap that contains Dark Magician and its name to the deck to the hand. Then add Buster Blader from outside your deck to your hand. And set polymerization to your spell or trap zone. During the turn you use this skill, you can only special summon one monster, and during your opponent's next turn, you cannot special summon monsters. The skill can be used once per turn and twice per duel. The skill will only activate if you begin a duel of a deck that meets the following conditions. The deck cannot include two copies of the same card except for dark spellcasters. There are no fusion monsters other than dark paladin in the extra deck. This is like an all-time bad skill, like... You get a free, you return a card, you get a free Buster Blader, you don't have to add it to your deck, cool. 
you set polymerization. I don't even know where this comes from. So I'm not sure if you get a free polymerization or if you have to run it. And then you could special summon Dark Paladin. Sure. Um, that's just kind of just to promote the box uh, with the Paladin. So Dark Paladin, of course, 2900 attack. Um, when a spell is activated, quick effect, discard a card, negate and destroy the, um, the spell. Gains 500 attack for each dragon on the field in Graveyard. Then the kicker is like, you can't special summon during your opponent's turn, and your deck has to include two copies, cannot include two copies of the same card. So, consistency of your deck is completely shot. You're just running one-ofs in like an Unga Bunga deck. Um, you're running like one of each Dark Magician card, I guess. Consistency shot, like it's pretty bad to do that. Like you're, you're pretty much playing like they do in the anime where they run one of every single card. So yeah, that's that's what kills the skill. It's not very good. Alright. Tag dual tournaments happening again. Um two new cards in this set. One of the old cards is pretty good, Harpy Oracle. This is a core card for Harpies. And of course, this is like a random lottery system, so it's kind of like if you didn't get it the first time, it's time to get the Harpy Oracle. But two new cards. First one's called Red Carpet, the trap card. If a dragon synchro monster is on the field, target two resonators in your graveyard, special summon them. So um, I had no idea this was a resonator card, but you know, clearly with the artwork and the red thing, it is. This is a late game card. Kind of, kind of the the goal is to upgrade your Red Dragon Archfiend into the uh, the level ten and twelve, like Red Nova Dragon or whatever. I forget the what the level ten is called, but this is purely late game. They they do it pretty well with the Demon's Resonance already that they can just get into the level ten and twelve Synchro Summon. Pretty fast on the first turn, but this is just simply a recovery play. Um, as such, you don't really want to run like three copies of this card. You probably just run like one in the deck. But then again, like uh, Resonators and Archfiend, Red Dragon Archfiend are pretty good already. So like, I don't know if they need this card, but I think this card does give the deck some late game sustain. Helps them get back onto the field. Their stuff gets destroyed, you know. Stuff like that. Assuming the Resonators weren't banished in any way, um, this can help them make a comeback. So, I could see this being played in Resonators as kind of like a one-of card for late-game use. Now, the other card's called Comics Hero King Arthur. This is a Earth rank 4 XZ's warrior. 2 level 4 warriors, 2400 attack, 1200 defense. If this card will be destroyed by battle, you can detach an XZ's material instead. When you do, it gains 500 attack, and if it does... Inflict 250 damage to your opponent. Interesting card. Uh, restricted to, to, to level 4 warriors. You're thinking of something like Noble Knights, maybe. And Noble Knights can equip them with the spells, so that's uh, a, bo- a bonus. This card has two protections against battle destruction, so you just um, detach the material, you gain 500 life points, and then you inflict a little bit of burn. So... Yeah, you can equip like noble arms on it. 
uh, it's not great because it's just battle, so you could just get hit by effect destruction and it's useless. So, in general use, um, different types of rank 4 XE's monsters are more useful than this. Um, I, I would slot this into Noble Knights, perhaps. Uh, the other the other noble knights monsters are better than this, but it comes in time. It comes in terms of use of how useful rank four XE's monsters are. Typically, pretty useful, like an evil swarm. You know what the guy's called? Evil swarm salamander, or something. Guy who flips the guy's face down. That guy's pretty useful. So it it's like how useful your deck, how. Like your your extra deck's like a toolbox, and how useful is this tool of getting prevented from getting destroyed by battle? If the meta's not right, and they bounce stuff, they banish stuff, they affect destroy stuff. This card's pretty useless, but in the right situation, it might be okay. But I wouldn't expect this to play a ton, thanks to the effect. The next item to talk about is Selection Box Volume 5, which was uh, leaked a little bit with the uh, ELS Envoy of the Beginning. They say this includes a lot of beginner cards, so they have like some reprint cards. Um, Buster Blader stuff, DD. Um, Witchcrafters, Dark Magician, Yosenju. Yosenju's featured heavily as um, some of these cards. Witchcrafter, Infernity. Yeah. Then you set you send you recovery box, but I'm gonna talk about the new cards and as as I forgot that all of the selection boxes are available. So selection box mini three. This one has the um breakthrough skill, which is a pretty good card as MST. Um and then the Selection box volume one super mini box. This one has Archfiend Eccentric and a bunch of the melodious cards. Yosenju's again. And um Super Heavy Samurai's aren't aren't too useful, but this is a good chance to get the Archfiend Eccentric. So let's talk about uh the volume five, which are some of the new cards. Start off with the leaked card, BOS Envoy of the Beginning. This is a light, level 8 warrior, 3,500. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned from the hand by banishing a light and dark from the graveyard. Once per turn, activate one of these effects. Target one monster in the field, banish it face up. This card can't attack that turn activated. If this card attacks and destroys a monster by battle, it can attack again. So this is pretty much like a smaller version of Chaos Dragon Levineer. It's got better stats. It's cheaper. Just light in the dark. While Levineer costs three. This banishes a card and then Levineer pops two cards. So it's like which one's better? And because Levineer is a limited card now, this immediately slots into that slot. So Pretty useful for any chaos strategy, thunder dragons, anything with light and dark. Probably just put this guy in, you're you're good to go. So some light sworn strategies. You could kinda of mix in some light swarms with some dark archetype and then just throw this card in. Pretty good card. 
Apprentice Illusion Magician. Level 6 Dark Spellcaster 2017. Kind of same stats as the Dark Magician Girl. A retrained version, if you will. You can special summon this card from your hand by discarding a card. If this is normal summoned or special summoned, add a Dark Magician from your deck to your hand. During damage calculation in either player's turn, if your other Dark Spellcaster battles a monster, you can send this card face up uh, from your hand or from your field to the graveyard, that monster gains 2,000 attack and defense during that damage calculation. This card's pretty bonkers, I think. It's a core card. Discard, summon. Um, you probably want to discard something for effect. Uh, take advantage of that cost. So it's a free it's a free special summon, pretty much. And you get tutor Dark Magician. You're basically paying one card. To get two cards. That's that's just value right there. And then she's a hand trap. She adds 2,000 attack or defense. From the hand. And that's really hard to play around against. Unless they have Sphere Karibo. So. Yeah this, this just. Brings a lot of life to Dark Magician. Very good card. True King Agnamazood. The Vanisher. This is a level 9 Fire Worm. 2900-1900. If this card is in your hand, you can destroy two other monsters in your hand or face up on the field, including a Fire Monster. If you do special summon this card, if you do that, you can banish a monster from your opponent's field or graveyard. If both destroyed monsters were Fire, if this card is destroyed by card effect, you can add a non-Fire Worm card from your graveyard to your hand. You can use each effect once per turn. There's a lot going on here. Uh, this card's name is even hard to pronounce. Um, there's synergy with Fire King cards, clearly. Um, have the effect of being destroyed for a card effect. So, you destroy those monsters in your hand face up. You could destroy like Fire King Avatar. And um, that in turn will destroy like a high Avatar Grunix. You could destroy you, Bell. There's a lot of things you could do here. Um, the, the confusing part is the worm part. So worms are currently being played as Yang Zing. Uh, this this doesn't really have anything to do with Yang Zing except for being a worm. Um, you could tutor a worm card, sure. So maybe there's like a Yang Zing, you Bell. Fire King thing, I don't know, but this is like a pure Yubel Fire King thing right now. Bottomless Trap Hole, Trap Card. When your opponent summons a monster with 1500 or more attack, destroy that monster with 1500 or more attack. If you do, banish it. This does two things you destroy it first and then when it's in the graveyard, it gets banished. So, I realize that there's a step here that they're missing. Like, if you purely banish it, you can play around certain cards. But the fact that you destroy it first, it does not get around effect destruction protection. So, I was playing Dynamist. I got hit with this bottomless trap hole. It didn't target, but it destroyed me. So I was able to use an effect from my pendulum scale to prevent my monster from getting destroyed. You see, so... It played around the first Dynamis to prevent a target. It wouldn't have played around a Banish. 
but did play around the effect destruction. So that's a little bit of a flaw in the bottomless trap hole that you must be aware of before you main deck this card. Now with that said, this is has some value. A floodgate's good because you keep the monster on the board. That's really the whole goal of the floodgate is to clog their clog their board. This is basically the network trap hole. That was a card that um, they summon a card from the deck and you could banish it face down. This one includes cards from the hand, so that's more useful. Um, this should be a control staple. Good back row to have, but be aware of the effect that it doesn't play around effect destruction. So those are the new UR cards. The rest of them are old. Let's get into the SRs. Magester Paladin, the Ascending Dragoslayer. This is a Wind Rank 4, Dragon XDs, two level 4 Pendulum Monsters. So it's like a double, it's like a Pendulum and two in XDs. 1850 attack, 2000 defense. When this is XDs summoned, you can add a Pendulum Monster from your deck to your hand during the end phase. Once per turn, you can detach an XDs material from this card, special summon a face of Dragoslayer Pendulum from your extra deck. It cannot be used as XC's material for a summon. I don't get the point of this card. I have this card, but I don't get the point of it. You XC's using two level 4 pendulums, sure. You could kind of do this in Dynamis if you want. Then you can add a pendulum monster from your deck to hand. So you do generate some value there. And then you can special summon a face of Draco Slayer Pendulum from your extra deck. That's really that 1950 guy. Uh, Master Pendulum, I think he's called. So um, it's just like a vanilla 1950. So I don't. This isn't very useful until we get more support for this Draco Slayer archetype. We do have a Fusion Draco Slayer, uh, a Synchro Draco Slayer, but that's not the same as the Pendulum. The Pendulum is really just that that 1950 guy. So I'm not really sure how this card's even useful. And being a rank 4 XZ, there are a lot of better cards than this. Coach King Giant Trainer, rank 8 XZ. Fire, Warrior, 3 level 8 monsters, 2800 attack, 2000 defense. You can detach an XZ's material from this card. Draw one card, show it. If it was a monster, inflict 400 burn to your opponent. You can't conduct your battle phase during your turn, you activate this effect. You can use this effect of Coach King Giant Trainer up to thrice per turn. Alright, so I, this is a little better than I thought. <laughs> I, I missed the last part about thrice per turn. So this is specifically a thing you do with the Bear Man, which I'll talk about later. But it's got okay stats, but you're paying 3 level 8 monsters for just 2800 attack. Those guys probably have more attack than this guy. But you're detaching these XDs, and you're drawing three cards. And you're inflicting like 1200 burn, maybe. You can't conduct your battle phase, but you're drawing three cards in one turn. There's something to this card. I think I think you can set up a big control turn, where you can just pop everything on your opponent's board. Exhaust the resources, you can burn them a little bit. There's something to this card. Like the three times per turn. Now that I got two of these, I'm a little more excited. I think there's something here. 
Augusto Phoenix, rank two Wind Pyro. That's interesting. Wind Pyro, two level two monsters, fifteen hundred attack, eleven hundred defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XZ's from this card. Target one face of Wind Monster you control and attack twice during each battle phase. So, I'm sure there's some kind of OTK you could do here. Uh, level two monsters. I think those frogs are level two. Those um. There was a deck I once played that was like a level 2. It's like Ronin, Raccoon, uh, Melfi, Monsters. It's like a beast deck. Maybe with the... Um... <sighs> Shoot, I forgot those cards. What the card was called. Obedience Tamed. Something like that. It's like a beast deck, but you have to be a wind monster to take advantage. This card can't OTK you. It's only 1,500 attacks. So it'll only hit for 3,000, so... Gotta be some other wind monster that can take advantage of this effect. It won't be harpies though. Ignister Prominence, the blasting Draco Slayer. This is a level eight synchro summon, fire dragon synchro, a tuner and a non-tuner pendulum. Twenty fifty attack zero defense. Once per turn, target a pendulum monster on the field or one card in the pendulum zone. Destroy it. If you do, shuffle one card on the field. Into the deck. Once per turn, you can special summon a Draco Slayer from your deck in defense, but it cannot be used as synchro summon material. This one's actually pretty good. Most of the Draco Slayer monsters aren't amazing. This one has use. You pop a pendulum monster on the field or a card in the pendulum zone, and then you could shuffle a card from the field to the deck. So you could basically remove two cards with this card. Your opponent with Pendulums being more meta, this is an anti-meta card. So this is a very useful card. Removes two cards. It's kind of like uh, Chaos Dragon Levineer right here. And you can even attack that turn. You can also special summon a Draco Slayer from your deck. I guess you might as well use that guy, the, the level 4 guy. I forget if that level 4 guy is a tuner. I think he is, so... You can kind of use that level 4 guy and um, throw in some Pendulum Monster. You've got something cooking. This is an Ig Ignite Monster, Ignite card, so it's like supported by Ignites. I forgot if the Ignites have a level 4. They probably do. Infernity Doom Archfiend, level 6 Synchro, Dark Fiend, Generic Requirements, 2200 Attack, 1600 Defense. Once per turn, you can target a face-up card on the field and negate its effects until the end of the turn. If you have no cards in hand, you can destroy it. While you have no cards in hand, if the card battles an opponent's monster, any battle damage is doubled. A dark synchro monster that was summoned using this card as material can make two attacks on monsters during each battle phase. This is pretty OP. Um, it's a generic level 6 synchro, and you can use it for its effect to negate the stuff, but... This is more for the handless Infernity archetype because all of the good effects are are off, uh, having no cards in hand. So you could destroy that card, and then you can double battle damage, and you can kind of do some Excel Synchro thing and have them hit twice. This is immediately a core card for Infernities. There's no other way to say it. Triple D Destiny King Zero Laplace. This is a level ten Dark Fiend Pendulum. Pendulum scale 1, question, attack, 0, defense. 
pendulum effect. During your main phase, you can add a face of triple D pendulum monster from your extra deck to your hand, except for Laplace. Uh, you can use this effect once per turn. It's kind of a mediocre effect, but the, the monster effect's pretty good. You can special summon this card by tributing a triple D. Before damage calculation, if this card bows an opponent's monster, you can activate this effect. This card's attack becomes double the opponent's original uh, attack until the end of the damage step. If this card attacks a defense monster, inflict piercing battle damage. The first time this card will be destroyed by battle each term, it's not destroyed. And you take no battle damage from that battle. So, you basically toss a triple D. This guy comes out, he has no attack. But every time he attacks something, he, he takes on that attack and doubles it. Has two lives for battle destruction each turn. So it'll take multiple hits to bring this guy down. And even so, your opponent's card has half the attack on this guy. So you really want to remove this guy with a banish, a bounce, effect destruction. This guy's immune to battle. And he hits for piercing. So it's going to take the attack of the monster and inflict piercing on it. So this is a pendulum card, but it's not going to be pendulum summoned. It's level 10. It's always going to be special summoned. It's got a scale of 1, so that's pretty good. This is a pretty strong card. Coach Captain Bearman. This is a level 8 Fire Beast Warrior, 2600, 2700. You can normal summon this card without tributing. Its original attack becomes 1300. Once per turn, you can make all level 4 Beast Warriors become level 8. This card cannot be used as XZs, except for the XZs of a Fire Warrior. This clearly works for the Giant Trainer, which I mentioned before, which can help me draw three cards. So that's really all this is for. Rank 8 plays. There's also the Dyson Sphere. Uh, so, oh wait, this can't be used for the Dyson Sphere. This is only for Fire Warriors. So this is literally only used for the Coach King Giant Trainer. And finally, Pendulum Reborn, Trap Card. Special summon a face of Pendulum Monster from your extra deck or a Pendulum Monster from your graveyard. This is a generic card. Um, it's like a trap card of Monster Reborn for Pendulums, either from the extra deck or the graveyard. You probably won't see any play. Uh, the cards of this ilk are typically better in an archetype form, so archetypes have more synergy. This is like a generic use card. Probably not good enough to see any play. Alright, so the last cards that will be discussed today are from the Structure Deck EX Sword of Paladin. Obviously about the uh, Dark Paladin. We got four new cards in this box. Uh, a new artwork of Dark Paladin. Um, some Dark Magician stuff with Magician Navigation. They don't have Dark Magic Circle here though. Um, other cards are not very useful. Let's talk about the new cards. Strength in Unity. This is a continuous spell. If you ritual or fusion summon using Blue Eyes or Dark Magician, you can target one card your opponent controls or in their graveyard, banish it. You can send this card face up from the field to the graveyard, target a level 7 or higher normal monster in the graveyard, add it to your hand, or shuffle to the deck. You can use each effect once per turn. The Blue Eyes use the Ultimate Dragons skill which makes their fusion monsters have some use. So you can use like the twin blue eyes or whatever, and you can banish an opponent card. 
This card's useless in Dark Magician, because they do it better with the Dark Magic Circle. Dark Magic Circle, you just keep using it, and it's for any special summon. So really, that has more utility than this card. If you're playing Dark Magician, you have to use Dark Paladin or the Ritual guy. So, Magician of Chaos or whatever, and no one plays that card. So, you're better off using Dark Magic Circle in Dark Magician. With Blue Eyes, you're just playing off that one Banish. Uh, I don't think it's worth the, the deck space, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I mean, you could you can add a Blue Eyes to your hand, which helps with the alternative Dragon play, I guess. But they're so well-oiled already... I think this is, I think this costing a deck spot does more harm than good, honestly. It's a little situational. Destined Rivals, Trap Card. If you control a Blue Eyes or Dark Magician, negate the effects of all face of monsters your opponent currently controls until the end of the turn. You can use this once per turn. This is actually useful. Effect negation is pretty good. I think, I think having a quick play is better, though, like having a Forbidden Chalice is better. Um, so you kind of have to wait a turn on Trap Card. And also, um, ideally you would use this... This is probably best used during the battle phase when you want to negate something. Let's say they have that Triple D Laplace out. You could kind of negate his effects. That's that's something you could do. This isn't great for stopping your opponent. Like Forbidden Chalice is great for stopping your opponent. This just stops the first card. And then they could have a follow-up play. So this doesn't stop the second and third monster from activating their effects, I mean. So, yeah, and it's a little situational. You have to have your monster on the field. So um, that that definitely limits this card for being useful. Ebon High Magician. Rank 7 XCs, Spellcaster, Dark... Two level 7 spellcasters, 2300, 2800. While this has XC's material, you can activate a quick play spell or trap from the hand during the opponent's turn by detaching an XC's material from this card. If this XC's summoned card is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, or if sent to the graveyard by card effect, you can special summon a dark spellcaster from your hand or deck, then you can destroy a card on the field. This is bonkers. On turn 1, you play this and you could just end your opponent. You can activate quick plays and traps from the hand, so keep them in your hand, protect them from being hit by MSTs or, or Cosmic Cyclones or Night Beams. So just having that effect of being able to activate that stuff from the hand, you could just end your opponent that turn. So, you know, Book of Moon, MST, whatever, have them in your hand. Good, really good recovery effect. You can float out a Dark Magician, and you get to pop a card for free. So this is automatically a play for Dark Magician. Finally, the Apprentice Magician is a Dark Spellcaster level 2, 400, 800. If this is summoned, you can target a face-up card on the field to place a spell counter on it. Place a spell counter on the target. If this card is destroyed by battle, you can special summon a level 2 or lower spellcaster from the deck face down defense. Not very useful. This is a spell counter card. Um, the most useful thing this could do is for Arcanite Magician who uses spellcasters to pop stuff on the field. Uh, Spellbook Tower. I guess spell books. You can special summon a, a, a blue boy from this, maybe. I don't know. 
It has no synergy with the spellbooks besides that. You have the Grand Spellbook Tower, sure. You have the Blue Boy, but I don't think this is useful in spellbooks for the fact that it's not a spellbook card. Like, there are certain monsters that are, like, uh, prophecy cards or whatever. This this doesn't have the same synergy. It just helps spellcasters, which isn't in the same vein. So it doesn't get treated like those, um, those spellbook archetypal monsters. It's not that useful. All right, so that is it for the week, I guess. Upcoming news, mid-January, Tour Guide Bingo, new SR card, Power Zone. Mid-January, Supreme King Jaden is sent to the gate. Late January, obtain a Duelist Yuto, new UR card, Phantom Knight Sword, and Phantom Knight's Fragile Armor, Duel Link's Mission Research, and improvements to the mission display. Uh, I kind of just bought uh, packs in the middle of this recording. And I did not get an Archfiend Eccentric, so I just wasted 800 gems. And that's how we'll close out this episode. So thanks for listening. Um, like I said, you can subscribe anywhere your podcasts. Check out the podcast and more at the dualassessment.wordpress.com. All of the back episodes are there as well. If you want to wait for me to uh, push out new episodes every week, they're all there. Email me at anything at the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. All right, enjoy uh, the new meta, enjoy Monster Reborn, enjoy the selection box and the new uh, hype for Master Duels. So there's a lot of great stuff going on in these games. Enjoy. See you next time.